0: Uh bah, bah. I think it works. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to start talking (laughs) (laughs) i'm the one that's i'm the only one that's gonna be talking um hmm, where do we start a little bit how how was your 2020 how was your last year and a half Uh, it's been better but let's start let's get you out of the way okay you shit i mean the last time we like (sighs) when was the last time we did this has to be over a year uh i think it was after the infinite Maybe two years yeah, i mean it's
0: been forever dude it has to be over that's what i was trying to figure out i was trying to look at your channel but there's no reception here oh. i think it was the uh whatever immortals
1: we were still in a we were still immortals holy no, 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 no. shit the immortals thing hadn't happened yet wait it was, was definitely before you I went was to never Florida. Amort- Immortal. No
0: one was. Or... No one was. <laughs> well, not, not really. <laughs> not really, <laughs> I, oh, it was before you went to Florida. So it was a, a long time ago. it yeah, was, it a was long, before long I went time to Florida. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta find it.
1: <sighs> but yeah, yeah. So. It's happened wow. to be like two years. So welcome back to another, another episode. episode of the Flycast. <laughs> we're gonna start doing these every week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I've said that before. <laughs> um. So
0: yeah, so the uh, oh here it is, the Florida. Th- so you went to Florida,
1: the mutineers. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought what you, did you think were I was my vacation. About? You, I was in. I thought you were just saying like, I, don't my, I went to some vacation in Florida or something. Anyways, damn, I was on the Mutineers too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Forgot about know. that. <laughs>
0: uh, optic versus Infinite post eavesdrop. Optic was the last fly cast. And does it say? The Holy date? shit! Uh we pull it up. That means that was after I did the eavesdrop with Hex and we roasted Jay
1: or Hex roasted Jay and then everyone blamed the entire infinite thing on Jay. And then Jay hasn't been heard yeah. from since. Poor Jay. Shouts out to Optic Jay. You always hold a, he always still, hold a he place still, in my heart. He's still, yeah,
0: same. Kinda. He's still in the scene. I mean, I'll always have like uh, June 6th, 2019 so we did god damn we did do one in 2019 <sighs> so a
1: year and a half oh your snapchat is something. new nickniac is mm-hmm. that still your snapchat i don't get on it <laughs> but yeah
0: <laughs> it's just what it says in the bio
1: yeah so uh anyway how was your last year and a half dude it's i feel like i haven't talked like talked to you and like definitely that long i haven't talked to anyone in at least a year yeah
0: i know um it's been uh it's been crazy. I mean, tst, I've been trying to just grind out tst, and uh, you know that's typical. Just, that's all I talk about, all I think about, all I do, and it you know causes issues with other people in my life. But that's what I keep doing. So nice. that's what I do. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what the last year and a half has been. It's is, crazy
1: then. that Blake and George literally went from like no, no yeah in the community yeah, yeah, yeah. to like like now in optic yeah literally in
0: optic yeah optic hitch or optic blake off i didn't George. even think
1: about it like that yeah. but yeah that's fucking nuts yeah
0: hex called him. uh hex called him. whatever Optic yeah. got back and offered him a spot that's the loudest car i've ever heard i think <laughs> i think it was a harley or some oh uh, yeah so uh they offered him a spot or he, he offered him a spot and uh they joined back up or they they joined optic which is freaking crazy and uh basically we're just tst with Optic. yeah i don't even know what i am <laughs> i saw your bio still says huntsman
1: <laughs> yeah why was it ever that because <laughs> I, I don't think i don't don't think i was a sub
0: no, you well. Whenever he bought your contract out, I think you were a content creator. Uh, he got you
1: as a content creator from Florida. I don't know what I am. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so I guess I'm an optic right now. Um. Yeah. Fucking. So how is your? We'll get to me soon enough, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> how um, what's it like to be? Like I see you playing with all these like popular ass. Streamers, or like, um, what's his name? Work something something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, I do work. Just like blew the fuck up. Kind and of. And I think last time, kind of, but you did compared to like where you were at. Yeah,
0: I guess. Well, I at guess, least well, as
1: far as like Twitch goes. Whenever,
0: I mean, whenever we, yeah, yeah. Whenever. You got the how many subs? I mean, we got to 18K, but <laughs> that's fucking nuts. But that's like. That's like super inflated. Yeah, like we're 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 probably <clears throat> averaging like six thousand, seven thousand right now, which, which is, still is still insane. But you I mean it's it's split between three people, right. and shit like that. So I mean, eighteen k was that was a like, crazy. That's
1: fucking <laughs> insane. That was like, crazy.
0: That that puts it into perspective. That formal got to twenty k subs and then stopped streaming. <laughs> like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw the bank account that month and I was like, how could you stop after this? Yeah, But, you know, I don't have that pro pro, pro player salary. They got some crazy salaries. And everything else that comes with it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, also, it was off season for them. Who knows what they're fucking making. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want I to don't. Know. I don't. I don't I definitely don't want to know. And Whenever they complain about doing something for content, they're like, you do it. I'm like, I'll do it if we switch salaries for a month. How about mm. that? And then I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do yeah. anything. <laughs> so what game are you playing now? Uh, right now, well, Warzone kind of sucks. So we were
1: playing COD, but this COD is, like, not very entertaining. I told Formal, I I was, like, sitting behind him and watched him for, like, two or three games. And I was like, these are the first three games of the new COD that I'm watching. I haven't seen anything. For, damn. For real? I, yeah. Haven't played it. And those were, like, haven't. Even like seen clips on Twitter because I just didn't look at Twitter for yeah. like six months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know anything about it. Or I mean, it's a pretty good game.
0: It's like a. It's hard to. It's like a. It's like a really, really good competitive game. It's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be a really fun year. But as far as like the entertainment <clears> part <throat> of it, it's like if you're not trying absolutely as hard as you can, it's not very. Entertaining. So it's not
1: fun for like. Th- your 3v3 gb right
0: yeah yeah it's not i mean it's there's really nothing like fun you can do with the game so yeah. we're gonna wait until league play comes out before we come back and try to play league play but i think you
1: would have fun playing league play <laughs> i don't know about it anymore <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna even like dive into it into like gaming at all um i,
0: I don't know that's what I was I was trying to think. I was like, what? Like there are some games I think you would like really like you could enjoy.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's you like a, a it's fitness. gonna be a new experience.
0: Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what you do though. <sighs> I'm should nervous. A, I just
1: got nervous like thinking, thinking about, about it.
0: it. Like that first time turn something on again. you yeah. be like. So they're probably like, "What the fuck are you talking?" How's about? your? I'm sure a lot of people understand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people know. How's your last? Wait, let's start from the beginning. So, the optic split happens. Everybody kind of. Ah! <laughs> the optic split happens. Everybody kind of goes their own way. Uh, Mike goes. Mike, I, I haven't talked to Mike since we left. I haven't talked like face to face with Mike since we left the, the Blaine drive house. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't seen him in forever. I year. mean, still, still got a lot of love for him. I just haven't crossed paths with him. Yeah. Um, so you, you, I, I had to like last minute, leave that house. So I didn't like say goodbye to anybody or anything. I just like hired a mover, and moved out. Cause Aaron and Nina got us a place. And, uh, so that's like, cause like leaving that house was like last minute. Do you
1: remember that? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like,
0: it was like last. Like, yeah, I
1: found a place to live in like a week. Right. That's how and ours was just too. Left.
0: Yeah. So I didn't know what was gonna happen, and then the optic thing went to L.A. and everything died out. Everybody left optic, uh, like made their videos and tweets or whatever, and uh, and then I didn't, I thought I didn't know what was gonna happen because I didn't know if Hex was doing anything else with like. Another org, or if he, he's, he he was saying he was going to make an org from scratch, and I was like, dude, don't do that. Nah. Like you've already done this. Why would you do that again? Which he ended up not doing that. Thank God. And partnered with somebody. But then I didn't know. <clears throat> I knew he was going to bring Seth o- over, and Seth informal and over, uh, or formal was going to join back. But then I didn't know what was going to happen with like everybody in the house. So. That's when you went to Florida, and I didn't know how that happened. How did all that happen?
1: (laughs) Damn, we're starting from back there. Because, like, Um, that's how long it's been. I I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. Uh, Basically, what happened was Ogre 2 randomly hit me up. Okay. And, ah, damn. I feel like I've explained this in something. I just forget what. But Ogre 2 hit me up. It was, like, the i guess like sort of like player manager right.
0: um yeah i knew he was working with them
1: so he hit me up and was like hey um i guess the league was just starting and or yeah it was like super new and they were like hey this is the deal we have to have two substitute players you don't have to play um and me just having like a following and shit and they know they're not going to use their substitutes anyway because and I was like well what if something happened to where like someone breaks their hand or something would I have to play and he was like no he was like there's like something in the contract to where like they can technically pick up a amateur player and I was like and he was like which would be better than you anyway (laughs) I was like okay so I knew joining them that I just never would have played yeah <clears throat> um, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down. And then there was like a guaran- the guaranteed salary for just being a substitute player pl- paid by the league. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, nice. And then basically my obligation was to just like stream some, upload a few videos a month and <laughs> basically go to events. Did you and-
0: upload those videos?
1: i think i was doing like oh, one or I two can, I can't remember. one or two a month because i was still with linda at the time right right so i had s- sort of stuff in real life yeah, like yeah. i think i would do like a vlog or two a month or something like that um so yeah, yeah. i think then we I saw I each other them. a
0: few times during that like i think we like went out a few times I think probably holly's birthday baby were you there
1: I think. We went to like
0: Concrete Cowboy. Yeah. yeah, we like hung out then. We hung out, a f- I think, a f- Yeah, a I few remember
1: times. I got in a fight with Linda that night. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be- oh, it was because... It doesn't even it matter. Doesn't matter. It does matter. Yeah, was... yeah.
0: I think I remember you saying that.
1: And I got like pissed off and like yeah, we yeah. left early. Damn, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, holy shit.
1: So, yeah, I was a part of the mutineers and would just go to events with them and... You did media days and stuff. I saw you were like Yeah. And fucking <laughs> so on YouTube, whenever the league was matches were going on, it'd be like go through the teams and shit, and like I'd pop up and I'd be like, <laughs> take me off of that. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's embarrassing. Cause everyone knows I don't I didn't wasn't even like playing COD at all. Yeah, like people were <clears throat> a I played lot of Warzone, people, some. A lot of
0: people in the community were like pretty pissed off about that. To. Which I, which, which understandably yeah. so, I'm like, I was
1: like taking up a spot, take, like you were literally taking up, a taking up a spot, right? That like a Call of Duty player, I guess, should have, have been in. Right, right. It makes sense. It's all for the salary point of
0: it. But the thing is, is most of the time those sub-, sub players don't play they don't play at even all. if even if the other person retires they don't pick up the sub player yeah. i mean sometimes it does happen which but, it's
1: like technically i was more beneficial for the org just because right, like that's, i had a following so it's like they gained some fans yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. and just like like a little f- bit
0: m- it's all for like merch sales and th- things yeah. like that like that that's way more important to an org on a business side of things than having a
1: really good player on the bench that's, that's not going to play, play. Like, anyway it yeah that doesn't make any sense so like technically but
0: i do understand the little
1: people. that i did bring to the yeah, team yeah. was would be like more than a call of duty player who's a lot better than me but they just don't yeah they don't have a following right, right. really at all and much at the time i didn't have there wasn't like much pull to my name people just still liked me i guess from the optic days and shit but i wasn't like i wasn't fucking banging on twitch or youtube but also at the
0: time like optic was
1: there was there was a lot optic was dead with optic like people were talking about optic at the time so i guess it was just sort of interesting and anyway you
0: you also just wanted a fucking job (laughs) like it's not like you're going to turn that down whenever all the shit is happening on our side of things where everyone's breaking up and, and going their separate ways. And then well, and Tugger hits you up and is like, hey, I got something for you.
1: And I told Hex because that. Hex, I don't know <clears throat> if he just signed with Energy or was like working something out with Energy or who he worked something out with at the time. But a few days after I signed <laughs> the contract, because I told Hex, I was like, hey, just to let you know, uh, Ogre 2 hit me up to join the Mutineers and in a few days I'm gonna sign the contract with them. So like let me know if yeah, you're doing yeah. something and would like me. And then like a few days after I signed the contract, Hex hit, hits me up and was like Don't sign, don't sign Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Was I, remember, like, I remember that. He texted me. He texted me about
0: that because he didn't know the energy thing was happening until after you signed, but he was talking but he didn't want to give you false, you know what I mean. He didn't want yeah. to say, "Don't sign." Well, and it's just hacks,
1: so it's like True, yeah. in his head, he probably was didn't think I was like one hundred percent gonna needed to sign, and right. and I was gonna sign in the next few days. Yeah. But so I am assuming he just assumed that I would be readily available, right? So then you were on the Mutineers for a year, yeah. It was probably like before a year. that Huntsman thing happened. Before you came on the Huntsman show, mm-hmm. damn. And then a year? I guess we can fast forward to the Huntsman show. Yeah. So so like, well,
0: what was that year like on beauty? Or Was that just pretty much
1: the gist of it? It just yeah, nothing happened that I didn't already say. Stream like Warzone. Sh- stream a little bit, upload once or twice, yeah, a month, and Do show you, up to events.
0: You're like streaming Warzone
1: and then that's when you switch from Warzone to Halo? Well, I switched to War- from Warzone to Halo probably like mid-2020. Right. I remember I broke up with Linda, and then after that, I was just like, I don't know if I started playing Halo or if I didn't do shit, but I know I broke up with Linda and then just went into like, Zombie fucking don't leave my apartment yeah. mode. Um, and then it was probably like mid 2020 where I just said, "When was it that Hex had me on the show?" Because I think I was playing Halo at that time. You were definitely playing Halo for sure. It was probably like mid 2020 or something when I <coughs> started playing Halo Three for whatever fucking reason, <laughs> and actually,
0: <coughs> well, that's when Halo Three came out on the yeah. PC, right?
1: Yeah. yeah because
0: we were all playing yeah.
1: we were playing reach for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I started playing literally in like June of 2020, I started playing Halo yeah. 3 again. Um and then Hex invited me on the show. And I think in my head I just thought it would be like catching up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that that they just like wanted a guest or needed a guest
0: you showed up and you were like please don't ask me questions about the mutineers because i'm not going to be able to answer (laughs) um
1: so he invites me on and then that happens yeah and which kind of really took me by surprise and um i was very emotional at the time
0: yeah
1: just in life in general so like when he hit me with that it all came out yeah. yeah um so i cried on camera again (laughs) and uh then we did our um our little dance shit in the hallway and it's like ah they're back we're back and then i disappeared again (laughs)
0: yeah you disappeared immediately
1: (laughs) um i stopped showing up to to work yeah quotes air quotes um just stop showing up at all stop texting everyone and that went on for the next like six months well yeah it was like a three-month period or it was a two-month period
0: where you didn't show up and then you apologized to everybody and you came in twice you came in for that day where you were fucking (laughs) out of it dude you were so fucking out of it. Yeah. And then you came in the next week, and that's when TST was here. We played the, uh, the mobile game. Do you remember? And yeah. And so Blake and George were here. Yeah. And then I didn't see you until yesterday since yeah. then. Yeah. Which is for so two like days ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: Three months. Yeah. Probably. Three months.
0: Something like that, yeah. I didn't see anyone, so that's like it was probably like a five month, six month period where I saw you twice.
1: Um, I knew it was bad (laughs) when I almost texted Bose and was like, "Why didn't I see you yesterday?" And then I saw on like Twitter, like a Twitter clip or something, and I was sitting beside Bose, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't remember that at all.
0: That day, I was like, I almost had like a panic attack the next day. I was like texting yeah. my friends like I was texting Alexis and I was texting my mom. I was just like cuz they're like is it okay? And I was like tr- not really. I like hadn't been th- I'd been like trying not to think about it. And then I was like I, I don't like I, I- you- cuz you told me a story that day. That day you told me a story and then you repeated the same story 3 times. And after the third time, I was like I like thought you were having a stroke or something. That's and I was
1: so like so weird because at the – when I was there, I didn't feel – because I know whenever I'm drunk, like, for instance, whenever I but did that – But you weren't drunk. You weren't drunk. No. Yeah, yeah. Whenever – but, like, whenever you're drunk and, like, I can feel, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm slurring my words. Right, like, right. Uh, yeah. But, like, I – thought everything went smooth and then when i watched it back yeah, it's just like crazy. oh my god that's bad <clears throat> and just the fact that i was literally gonna hit a like text Bose and be like why didn't i see you yesterday and then i see a twitter clip of me literally sitting beside Bose. dude if you like, would have texted oh him he would have been like what <laughs> <the fuck?"> <laughs> <laughs> literally recorded like a
0: 10 plus minute video with him <laughs> and that was the day you were like was that the day you were just fucking laying into those kids in the uh, the clip yeah. reveal or the the clip review? Yeah, dude, we that was the day we did a trivia. It was me, you, and Seth, bro. I was trying to talk to you, and it was you were looking at me like this, like, <laughs> and I was like Nick, and we did this thing where you like held whoever held the trophy couldn't talk. Do you remember any of this? No. Whoever held the trophy couldn't talk, and we were passing it between me, you, and Seth. And you like didn't understand what was going on because trivia is a two v two, and we played with three people. Right. And so whoever held the trophy wasn't allowed to talk. And whenever you were holding the trophy, you were like still talking. And I was like, Nick, you can't talk right now.
1: I don't remember that at all,
0: dude. I'm telling (coughs) you, I was like, I literally texted you the next day. I was like, dude, is everything okay?
1: Mm, No.
0: Oh, shit.
1: So, after that... So, my first day back on the job, did it goes so well. Well,
0: that well, that wasn't the first time. Oh,
1: Wait, was it? The was second? It? Was it the first there time? There was only like two more times.
0: The second time, I remember I felt a lot better. Oh, yeah. So, I think it was that was the, the first, first time. time. Back. Yeah, yeah. Because the second time you
1: came back and you were like, I'm done with yeah. everything. Well, I remember even saying... That I think I might have said this publicly, that I um I had Ativan, which is kind of like Xanax. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
1: you did say this on X's vlog, right? Yeah, I said it somewhere and I was like and it's the truth that like I had the bottle for a little bit. So, like, the bottom of the bottle had, like, just broken up pieces. And I right. just, like, stuck my finger in there and just, like, Holy put it shit. in my mouth. So, it's, like, I don't really know how much I got out of that. Right. But we saw how much it I got a out lot. of that.
0: <laughs> Whatever it was, it was a lot.
1: Um Because I was also just, like, really <laughs> nervous about coming back for the first time. And just, yeah. like, I know before that I was up for probably, like, days or something. Yeah. Yeah and to like try to get sleep I took some and then when I woke up I took more and then I showed up and then that happened and yeah. then the second time I made sure not to do that yeah yeah um the second time I could like breathe like went normal I think I texted you I was I think I texted you like a
0: few times because we didn't even text that much cuz uh, you never responded whenever you're on your fucking thing but I would uh I'd be like dude I like I think I texted you the second time. I was like, "Dude, thank God," because I was like actually worried <clears throat>
1: yeah. that first time. Yeah, a lot of people hit me up. I can't believe that and I, I just ignored. It. It. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: looking at Roger's. Oh wait, was that was because I here didn't yet? know it was
1: bad. I, yeah, was so it's was not here. like I. The next day, I woke up and was like worried. Yeah, it's like next thing I know, there's Twitter clips and like. I remember Hex telling me, he was like, I don't know how you were funny, but you were still pretty funny. <laughs> but God damn, or like something like that. You were pretty, I mean, yeah, you were funny. But it, I,
0: think it, I think it was the worst was in that trivia video. Because you were funny in the clip video. Like right. really funny in the clip video. But I was just like, oh All right. <clears throat>
1: so after that. I basically ghosted everyone for the next two to three months, up leading up to like Christmas, um, and then uh, Haxus texted or Roger, who like coordinates everyone to like get there, basically got the hint that I wasn't showing, gonna show up, right? So they stopped scheduling scheduling me, and I was like, yes, <laughs> because <laughs> it like let me it like. I just felt like I could breathe and like, I didn't feel like I was like, I knew I was letting everyone down, but like just knowing I didn't have to show up. Yeah. Even though I knew there's going to be consequences. Yeah. At the time I was just like, good. Um, so I literally ignored everyone. And this is at the end of 2020. For those still listening,
0: like November, December. Yeah,
1: November, December. I'm ignoring everyone, and I'm just playing Halo Three nonstop. Um, and then uh, it got to the point where Hex texted me, and this is—I think my mom even like reached out to Hex. Um, my mom reached out to me and I'll get into these stories a little bit. And I was even ignoring my mom, my family. Um, and then Hex texted me a little before Christmas and was like, let me help you. Um, and I texted back. I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, Is that
0: what you said? Just okay.
1: I don't know. It, I Something like that. I was yeah. just like, you know, like, okay, like, yeah, I need it. Um, So Christmas happens, and I spend Christmas in my bed ordering DoorDash. Yeah. And just like, you know, Christmas ends. And um, on December 28th of 2020, I went to rehab for um, taking a lot of drugs, uh, being a drug addict. Um, And it's something that you've known that I've been doing for a while. And I've always had my spurts of like being really bad. And then I'd like force myself off of it or just like stop for a little bit. And I, I would... And people will probably see the the what's the word? People can probably think back to times when it's when I was streaming a lot. I was about to say, yeah.
0: <laughs> like people are gonna look back at people your old streams. People are gonna streams, put two and two gonna together gonna be like, Wait and be a like, second.
1: "This makes sense now." <laughs> um, but I would go like months at a time of. Taking a fuck ton, an unheard of, insane amount of Adderall, um, yeah, and then I would stop. And Adderall doesn't have that bad of withdrawals. You get like, <coughs> you get like super depressed and just tired for like a week or two afterwards, and you basically have to spend the next week or two in bed. But there's yeah. no like consequences of like dying yeah like so i'd be like kind of so i never like was worried about something happening to me it just fucking sucked for a while so and then when i would not take adderall i would i had absolutely no interest in playing video games right um i would kind of like start going back to the gym and figure something else out. But this whole time, and I've been doing, I've been taking Adderall. I started in. Well, you were like prescribed it for a bit. uh, I was taking Adderall. I started in middle school and I didn't like it. So I stopped. Then at the beginning of college in like 2010, I, um, I took it for an event for the first time and I'd fucking dominated. <laughs> 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 and okay. then from then on it turned into kind of like a tournament thing and I was prescribed it, but I would just like, I didn't like taking it. I took it for college a little bit, yeah. but I didn't like taking it. If I'm like, if I have to go outside and shit, cause yeah, it would right. make me like a zombie. Um, and then, it didn't get bad until the end of Halo 5. Um, and then, Halo 5 was Halo 5. Who cares? Uh, and then, 2017, I remember... 2020 was the worst year of my life. And then, 2017 has to be, like, second... Scuff... But... Scuff House? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. McAlpin? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um...
0: Yeah, because you, I forgot, I forgot you like, that's when I would that room for a little while.
1: That's when I was during those days. Yeah, that's when I would go on my sprees of like 16 hour streams every single day, except I would turn off my stream and keep playing for like another
0: day. That was whenever, yeah, I
1: remember that was when like H1Z1 was the thing. And
0: like, you would play a shit ton of H1Z1.
1: And basically that went on and off mostly on until um 2020 the or no in the beginning of 2019 i didn't take adderall for six months and then it kind of got to the point where i was like well damn this shit's pretty boring too i had a girlfriend at the time but it's like if i wasn't hanging out with her and we weren't like doing something I like didn't, I had like no drive to play video games. And like, that was like my job. Is that
0: what you were getting? Like testosterone too? Yeah. During that time.
1: Yeah. Which I actually, I was going to call them today to get it again. <laughs> it just, helps, it helps. That just helps with, because mine's like naturally low. Right. So like that helps me. It still doesn't bring me to normal, but it like helps a little bit yeah. with like energy and shit. Um, but I, like, got into working out and shit. Then, like, mid-2019, I started taking again. Um, and yeah, it was just taking and taking all the way up till mid-2020 or March of 2020. COVID hit, and I was in my apartment with Linda all the time, and, then I, was, and I was just, like, going insane. Um... Because of like multiple reasons. Yeah. Not only the drugs. And I say drugs because we'll get to some more. And um, so March of 2020, um, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just... States. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you like looked over. <laughs> I get, well, I heard, I heard the wind outside. Um. So March 2020, I broke up with Linda. Relationships over and I went just like that's when i really went ghost and like really started just like not giving. yeah up you fuck. didn't
0: tell any of us that you broke up with linda either because if you would have told us that you broke up with linda i think one of us would have been like why don't you come stay because i feel like we knew that you were like a are just like time
1: nick right yeah
0: because that was before no you were still with you're still with the mutineers
1: yeah, just and, for, like, a few more months. Right. But I started, with, like, ghosting on them, too. So, I don't... And I don't know... That was when you first
0: went, right? Do you want to talk to about mutineers? that? To me No, no, no. F- oh,
1: shit. I forgot about that. That week
0: was hell, dude. That week, TST was here as well. And I, like, was freaking out every night. Damn, I forgot Because you didn't that. tell any of us that you went to a...
1: Holy yeah. fuck. Okay. <clears throat> um... All right, so to let everyone know, this entire... I've been taking benzos and shit since, like, started off, like, every now and then, in, like, 2013. And I would just, like, kind of take them as needed. Then, like, towards 2015, 2016, 2017, I started taking them more often. I started buying Xanax off the streets, the streets of Chirac, (laughs) um... And I just, that became sort of like a daily thing in my life was, and no one, everyone knew I was bad with Adderall, but But no one knew.
0: Yeah. You told me a few, like you'd let it slip every once in a while. And i would be like, wait, how much are you taking of that?
1: Yeah. But I didn't know how Um, bad it was. It definitely was more than, well, I didn't need any of it. Right. But it got to the point where if I didn't take it, then I'd feel really anxious. And so I needed it just to not feel right, like withdrawing. Um, so I was doing a decent amount of Xanax and a fucking unheard of amount of Adderall. And yeah. I went early. So people were probably, people were wondering where I was for 30 days, these last 30 days. And I was in rehab the entire time. Stayed at a place here in Texas. Um, I'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, I lied. I
0: lied and told everyone you went to go see your mom. Just so you know. Yeah, I
1: think my mom told me. Okay. In 2019, in the beginning of 2019, I was still with Linda, and I went to a rehab. I like checked myself in because I was. I remember like just sitting on my bedroom floor, like (laughs) literally, like sitting on the floor in my bedroom like Indian style, just like crying to Linda, just like how depressed I felt. And I was taking a bunch of Xanax and a bunch of Adderall. And like, I was just like sick of it. So I was like, well, I know with Xanax coming off of it, you can like die. You can have seizures. So, and I'm scared of that. So I want to go to a place to like safely detox and then I'll be good. So I went to this place to detox. It's like forty five five or an hour away. Um, drove there myself, checked in, and then I was there for like a total of nine days. And Linda came, visited me once and I, it was just sh- purely detox. There was, they had groups and stuff like everyone else was there for 30 days. Um, right. And there was groups that like they, they, kept pushing me to attend but i was like nope nope yeah, nope yeah, i'm yeah. here to detox so i sat in my room for just 9 days watched tv and that's literally all i did and then i left um i left there without like a therapist or like anything set up so i pretty much got back and was still like super anxious Linda was still around. and Dude,
0: that's, and you didn't tell anyone. Oh,
1: of us. yeah. Let me not skip that. Yeah, you didn't tell I didn't idiots. tell any. I didn't tell any. The only person that knew I was going there was Linda. Dude. And I told her, don't tell anyone. Just say I went home. And I but was then like, You didn't
0: tell your mom. You should have told your mom. Yeah. I guess then it would have f- covered. Yeah,
1: I just didn't want to, I didn't want to worry my mom either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. So I, t- I told Linda and I was in my head. I was thinking I disappear all the time anyways like right like people I'm like known for ignoring texts and like or like not replying to texts I guess just not for like if they hit me up multiple times within like well, a week Well the thing is is
0: when we texted you the sh- the bubble went green uh, that's what it
1: was okay so you had it tweeted Yeah my phone was off cuz I, I you, had to give it to them Yeah
0: and you, you hadn't tweeted in like 2 days who and like both texted me and was like yo you heard from nick cuz like i he hasn't texted he hasn't tweeted in like 2 days hasn't liked anything in 2 days i was like oh shit no i i haven't so then so then once somebody says that to me then it's like a 3 day process of every day i wake up check your twitter check your yeah. message and then both texted you and it went green and so at that point i'm like oh my god so then we so then it was like us messaging linda Hex messaging Linda and Hex and she was like, Oh, and then well,
1: Linda she, was just trying to hold it down. Yeah, she
0: she did hold it down, <laughs> to be fair. She was like, No, he's with his mom, like like it's fine. Like she's talking to him. And then, and then the only thing is, is she kind of you kind of set her up because she was like, No, he t- dude, it's really crazy. We were we were we had some wild thoughts during this time, but she told everyone that you went home, yeah. like you just said, yeah. Then Tuger texts your mom. Your mom says, "I haven't heard from him." So then we're like, "What the fuck did Linda do to Nick?" <laughs> like that's where our mind was.
1: Yeah.
0: Poor, poor Linda. I don't think we ever apologized for that, but.
1: Um. So basically, they thought I got murdered by Linda. That's or something.
0: That's pretty much exactly what we thought at the time.
1: Um. But then Hex talked to you because
0: he finally got it out of Linda.
1: She was like, yeah. "Well, that's she, when they." actually like, showed up with the cops to, to the my apartment. apartment. Right, right. And so basically you forgot, forgot about that. Too. You know what's what's crazy is I I got a phone c- or I was allowed a phone call. So I called Linda just like say what's up. And then I call and she was like sort of frantic. And I was just like, oh my I already like kinda knew what yeah. it probably was gonna be. And then she told me hex Hector was there with Bose and, and the cops, and like they have to check the apartment to see if I'm alive and shit like that yeah, and she put hex on the phone and hex was pissed off, and I was I was just like, I'm in rehab, and he was like he was kind of just pissed and just <laughs> like gave Linda the yeah, phone back yeah. <laughs> and then Linda said the cops wanted to talk to me. So I talked to the cops and I was like, hey, I'm in rehab. Uh, um, I just came here to like detox and I didn't tell anyone. And I told Linda not to tell anyone. He was like, okay, well, you don't have to tell them anything. um, But, you know, we were just called out here to make sure you're okay. And I was just like, all right. And he was like, all right. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Um, So. Yeah, I guess text found out I was in rehab and was getting out in a few days, and yeah, and then I got back. Dude, when he texted me, t- and then he was just like, you know, he said like, you know, sorry for, I guess doing all that, yeah. But I was just like, you know, don't be sorry, right? Like I'm sorry, yeah. Um, and he was just like, you know, was just worried about you, obviously. And, yeah, I got back. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. Not from
0: not from then. But I, re- I remember at that time, that's what, like, initially we were like, okay, I like hope you're, like, like, I hope everything that, yeah. that helped I was everything. was just like,
1: you know, like, proud of you. Right, like right. Good. I'm glad you were, I like. I got a lot of
0: respect for Linda as well during that time because she tried her best to hold it down. Yeah. But I mean, what a fucking hex is coming at you. Like, yeah. what can you do? So Uh, at that point, I was, but then if you, that's why, if you would have told us that you and Linda broke up, we would have been like, okay, like come stay at my house for a little bit or like something like that.
1: Yeah. But, um, so I get out of rehab in March of 2020 or it was a rehab place, but I just went there to detox. So there for nine days, came home was still like super anxious was trying like a few different medicines that they were getting me and I kept getting like diarrhea and shit on them for whatever reason then I finally found one I liked I remember one time I was driving with Linda to go get a prescription I was like having a panic attack while driving and I was like about to pull over but basically I was thinking in my head like I guess our relationship was getting better at the time because we went through like a little rough patch where it's just like it seemed like we didn't we were just starting to get into like arguing a little bickering just like it was becoming annoying then it was getting a little better but like i thought that if i like got sober that like my head would be clear i would be fine or like in like shit would like just seem better but it, like, didn't. So I ended up breaking up with her and was just, like, I can't, like, deal with this. I'd, like, wake up with a pit in my stomach every day. Right. Because, like, I just, n- will like, bicker about something every day. And it was just, like, fucking annoying. Yeah. So the relationship ended. And then once it ended, <sighs> um, and she never liked me taking Adderall. She definitely didn't know how much I was taking. But she knew I would take it, and she, I would, I definitely hid the amount of Xanax I was taking. But she knew I would take a little bit. It'd be like, like she'd me, she'd see me take like a fourth of one just at like night or something. But like really, I would like take one in the bathroom and then like then take one like in front of her, right? Shit like that. Um, and then when we broke up, I. Was just like, fuck yeah. Now I can just like do whatever I want. Yeah. I was like, this is the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. Was to have my... Because she was living with me at the time. And I always wanted my own apartment. And just like total freedom. And I never got that. Because right when I moved into this apartment, she was there every single day. And it turned into to her like basically living there. Yeah. So I never like got that my own apartment and just like do whatever the fuck I want to feel so it's just like fuck yeah and then I just started buying Adderall again and I I haven't been prescribed it for like three years since pretty much moving to Texas is when I kind of got stopped they stopped prescribing it because they're a lot sh- more strict here and they told me to see a psychiatrist if I wanted to get a refill and I'd Said okay, but I just never did. Yeah. So I would just find plugs around here and buy Xanax and Adderall. Um and then Yeah, once we broke up, I just started taking a shit ton. And that's when I started ignoring the mutineers. Um, and then the mutineer and I kinda like disappeared for a little bit. And then next thing I know, the mutineers and Hex had that deal. Yeah. And then like
0: the show happens. Yeah.
1: And then Hex invites me to a show. I'm like, shit, I need like two days to like kinda sober up. Right. And if you don't know, whenever you stop taking Adderall, you like you're just like emotional. Um. So like I come on that show and that shit just like hit me, <laughs> and I was just very emotional and was not expecting it. Yeah. And like still on the like in that time period I was taking a shit ton of Adderall so I'm like basically crashing while on the show. And that's when he hits you with the news. Cause I remember you were like <clears throat> you were talking to me and
0: you said, dude, like like we'll talk about it later, but you don't understand. Like I had no idea this was coming and like it's been a crazy couple months, is what you said. And I was like, I don't know what you meant by that. I thought I knew I thought you were talking about you. Because I knew the the first we had thing had happened, and then you had broken up with Linda. You and Linda weren't together anymore. So I thought that's what you were talking
1: about, but I didn't know you were going on these like big benders. I guess. Yeah. To put it in perspective, um, I was taking anywhere from like, all right, well, my schedule was this is this is gonna blow people's fucking mind. My schedule was stay up for like three to four days, and then sleep for like eight to sixteen hours. And then wake up and take again. And then like I didn't realize it until I just got back from this rehab. But I had a a pill bottle. Like I sleep on the left side and my pill bottle's on the right side. <laughs> like I'm sleeping with my pill bottle. Cause I wake up and I would take and just like wait an hour for it to kick in and then I'd like get shower and shit. Um but I was taking anywhere from like Within those three to four days, it'd be, like, anywhere from, like, at least 300 milligrams to, like, 600 milligrams, and I remember one time I bought, like, 500 pills at once, and I was just, I was spending so much money on drugs, like, Xanax included, and um just taking them like skittles like i'd wake up i'd take five pills i'd wait an hour till it kicked in then i'd finally get up shower sit down at my station take another five those are like five 30s 30s so it'd be one 30s
0: for people that don't know 30s are like probably the maximum amount that you could prescribe they are the maximum amount in one
1: pill and you take five yeah to put it in perspective if you don't take adderall a normal person would take a thirty and like be up for a day or two, right? If if they like just started taking a thirty, yeah, like people that
0: people that have ADHD that are prescribed Adderall, most of the time they're like
1: tens, right, or fives, I believe, or twenties, unless they're very like well, you'll severe you'll cases. gain a tolerance of it. That's true, um, but like most people will be on like a 20 milligram and like that will like have them zooted for the day. Right. Yeah. But for me, I would wake up and take 150 milligrams and just wait for it to kick in to go shower. And then I would go shower. Sometimes I would order food. Um, I would eat like, because another side of, sorry, another side effect of Adderall is that
0: you are very focused, but you also, it wipes, no appetite. It wipes your hunger away, your appetite away. So, it's it's a very weird since I was, I I've never been addicted to it like you have, but there was a stint in the Scuff House where I was, I like looked back at myself and I was like, okay, I need to stop. It was like this picture uh, uh, Hex caught me. You remember how Hex yeah. fucking his vlog, caught me coming out of my room with a wife beater on, and people started linking me that picture, and I was like as flex, skinny as fuck, skinny as fuck, and that's after I had been taking a, like a lot of it. And that was to like do – I was like doing Vision and MW2 wagers and I was like, okay, I need to stop doing I, that
1: shit. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to mention it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I've mentioned it before. Oh, really? Probably
0: not this publicly, yeah. but I've like talked about it a few times on my stream and stuff.
1: Yeah. But I mean, there's been times where you took more than you should have. But you were never – I was never were fucking your life yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely
0: addicted to it at one point in my life. And that yeah. was during that time in the scuff house. And when I got off of it was that slap in the face that Hex's vlog brought me. When yeah. I, cause like when you, you don't see yourself, like when you, <laughs> like whatever I was on, I wouldn't even look in the mirror and shit. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: So that was, I mean, that was 2016. That was five years ago now. So, um, so take one fifty, shower. I'd take then I'd sit at my station and take another one fifty. So before I even like touch a video game, I'm on like three hundred. Dude, that's and it was <laughs> it literally makes me play it would make me play worse. Right. But it would I guess give me so much dopamine to where like it's okay. Like you thought you were having fun. Yeah, I right. thought I was having fun. But right. really, I was just a fucking zombie. Yeah. So like, you know, next thing I know, I'm up for three to four days. And this was nonstop for like six months straight. Um, I'm up for three to four days, sleep eight to 16. I'd be crashing on like 600 milligrams. And that the crash would be so severe that I would just be like crying every single, not every single night because I would be at my station for three plus days. But like every time I would go to or like lay down to sleep, it became a tradition to take a shit ton. And like I was taking, I would take so much that like my heart would start racing. So I'd take Xanax and kind of just like doing a cocktail thing, uppers and downers. Um, and I would take so much that my crashes were so bad that I would just the last two to three months in 2020, I like cried every single time I went to sleep, but it almost became a thing to where it like felt good, like it was was kind of feeling, it was kind of like nice listening to. I would play sad music on purpose because it would like trigger my like crying right and like crying felt good it was fucking Jesus. psychotic <laughs> <laughs> And this is during your last before you went this, and this was yeah this is before i even or yeah this is before i went to this last rehab uh i was just taking so much you guys were hitting me were hitting me up i was ignoring everyone I ghosted from showing up to the X quarters for two to three months for videos. And then hex texts me or actually. Yeah. Hex texts me a little before Christmas. and was like, "Uh, Hey, let me help you. I was like, okay. And my mom was hitting me up as well. And like, if there's one thing I don't like doing on Addy is like talking to, People you love. Yeah. Yeah. To like, because they can just like tell something's right. off. And I'm yeah. like so cracked that I can like barely even speak. Um, But my mom's hitting me up and I'm ignoring her. And then my mom's boyfriend, or not boyfriend, my mom's husband, uh, my stepdad calls me. And he never calls me. He never texts me. Right. Um, And I ignore it. I'm like, oh my God, what could that be about? And then and I'm just laying in bed staring at my phone. And then he texts me and was like, Nick, you need Nick, call your mother, please. Um, or she's gonna fly there tomorrow. And I was like, Oh my god. And then I was still so cracked that I didn't even call back. I texted him and was like, Tell her I'll call in like an hour <laughs> right. because I had to like take Xanax to like calm down and just be able to like like function yeah whenever he told me that my fucking just like heart and stomach yeah i just like sank and then so an hour later i'd call my mom and like right when she hears my voice she starts like crying um and we just like talk about what's been going on and i tell her everything and she's always like known i've had problems on and off just like being really addicted to drugs um yeah. And she, because of like the COVID and stuff, I'm like, don't come up here. I'm gonna, uh Hex reach out to me. He wants to help me. I think I'm gonna fly to Arizona and go to this rehab. And she's like, okay, good, yeah. And like, I think her and Hex talk. And, you know, spend Christmas in my apartment ordering DoorDash. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so, so much like, I just got a flashback of one time I ordered food. I ordered food at like 2 a.m. after being up three to four days, and I could not stay asleep, awake until my food got there. And I fell asleep, and I woke up like three hours later. I'm like fuck, I'm like, oh, that food seems sounds so good right now. I go outside and it was raining, and my food was at the front of the leasing office, just getting poured on by rain. And I still took it up to my room and ate it. <laughs> oh my
0: god. but like
1: fuck there was there was so it was like a like chicken tenders and fries type shit so so like the fries were ruined but like i was like ah, the chicken it's just water and i ate it and i felt sick instantly oh my god (laughs) i was psycho
0: that's like fucking
1: yeah that's like documentary shit there was also another time where i was just up for so long and I was eating ice cream, and I woke up to the ice cream thing just spilled over on me Holy. because I just, like, passed out. Holy um, fuck. And that's from, like, the Xanax as well to where, because, like, you can't necessarily... So what, I mean, is...
0: I I don't know anything about Xanax.
1: Is Xanax, like, a... It's, a it's anti-anxiety. Okay. So, like, any time, which was all the time, that I would, like, feel nervous or any kind of anxiety or dealing with stuff in a normal stuff in a relationship that would just make me uncomfortable i would just like take a pill
0: right so Um, you're basically using xanax as like a way to calm down so you could sleep but then you got no
1: i could sleep it would just feel better if i took something with it because like you can sleep after being up for three to four days that's true yeah But I was taking it during the time I was awake. And then sometimes I would start feeling tired. But I would like... The Addy is still in my head or in my brain. So I like wanted to keep playing. And just like staying awake was like a high to me. Yeah. So I would just take more. And I had like... A borderline unlimited supply. Yeah. So I would just take a fucking shit ton. Like I remember one time... I I bought twenty, I bought twenty, Vivance sixty milligrams, and I got them that evening. Which is Vivance is an off brand. Yeah, Vyvanse Adderall. is just pretty much Adderall. Um, I bought twenty of them. I, that evening, and then I took some, took some. And then the next morning, I'm looking at my baggie, and there's only seven left. So I took. 13 just that night and it's so it's like 13 times 60 what the fuck dude and um and then the later on that day I took the following 7 so in like 2 days I took 20 60 Vyvances that's when it because I like I got to see the bag that I bought yesterday and I get to see that all 20 pills are gone within 24 hours once
0: you take once you take it there's you have a tendency to just forget you took it and wait for it to kick in so you don't have you don't have you don't count how much you And took. you don't
1: even like want to count right how many that's the thing
0: it. is like that's how you get lost in it is you don't you're like oh could i use 20 more right now
1: and, then and it just would just it. any excuse i could like ponder up like i would take some to start playing and then be like okay i'm starting to play good let me yeah. take more and keep this going then like i'm playing good and then it's like i start matching say like there's good teams searching and team hardcore right and i'm like okay this will be fun let me take more then i match them and then it's like they get off and then i, I get, not really crashing but right. like it turns into 7 a.m and i like Start playing team snipers randomly, or I'm like right. feeling. Uh, I just feel myself coming down a little bit. I'm like, okay, let me take more, and then it's in the afternoon, and random people are playing like money eights, and I'm like, okay, well, let me take more, yeah. and just any excuse I could find to take more. Yeah. Um. So that was my tailored. Of- three fucking spree at the end of uh 2020. 2020. Uh so yeah the shit happens with my mom and Hex and I was gonna fly to Arizona for rehab. This and then, is like a really nice rehab place in Arizona. Yeah. And Hex calls them to like I guess set the shit up and they say that there's one in Texas. So we're like, okay, well it was only it was only, like, 35 minutes away, so we're like, let's just go to that one. Yeah. And we go to, or, so I get sent to that one. Because you're like,
0: fully prepared to fly to that Arizona wood. Yeah. was it I, until, like, the day before? I thought you Yeah, got, I mean, yeah. it only
1: took, like, a day to, like, like Hex was basically like, all right, we're going, you know, tomorrow. Right. So, like, Hex, like, pulls up to my place to take me to this rehab in Texas. Um, this is on the 28th. And he, like, texts me, I'm here, and I'm, like, not packed yet. I'm like, fuck. Right. So I pack. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out. I'm there for 30 days, but, like, I know there's going to be, like, a washer and a dryer. I've been to a rehab place before. So I just, like, throw shit into a suitcase, and I get there. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to. Or if people would be interested in, like, I guess how it goes. First, me and Hex pull up to Texas. First, (laughs) we pull up to Texas nursing.
0: (laughs) Hex told me about you guys went to the wrong place. We went
1: to a nursing home. And, like, we pull up. And I'm like, this can't be where (laughs) I'm staying.
0: Yeah, it was, like, a run-down place, right? Yeah,
1: and we go to, like, the back door. And I'm just sitting there with my suitcase and with Hex and uh, a lady kind of, like, And I just see like some old people, and they're just kind of like looking at me at the back in the back, like what the fuck? So they like prop open the door, and they're like, "Can we help you?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I'm checking in uh, for rehab." They're like, "This is a nursery home," and we're like, "Or a nursing home, yeah, a nursing home." (laughs) And I was, we were just like, "Oh." what the fuck okay thanks
0: Hex, hex said you to me what thank fucking
1: god yes <laughs> i was like thank fucking god because that place looked fucking ghetto <laughs> and it was it was in the it was just like look it was run down it was in the middle of like yeah it's just in the middle of the fucking road and i was like there's no way and hex was like yeah i wasn't gonna let you stay there yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so, we go to the real place, and we pull up. It looks a, not a lot nicer. It's out in the middle of the country and shit. Um, I, we pull up. A nurse comes out to, like, check me in and stuff. She's like, when's the last time you, like, took anything? And I was... I had not... I used my entire supply of Adderall in... I knew a week prior that I was going to be going somewhere, so I just, like, stopped taking and just, like, slept for a week straight. So, up until then, I hadn't taken Adderall for a week, but on the drive there, I took Xanax. Yeah. Um, Just, like, super nervous, and I still had... No, I'll get to that later. Um, But I was, like, I took on the way here, and they you know they do a covid test up my nose fucking not the one that goes to your brain but like it yeah, was yeah. just like a better one they just like swab both my nostrils um do the whole i guess questionnaire process say goodbye to hex and i was checked in uh first night i'm there the first like hour or two was just a fuck-ton of questions. They're just like, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, "I actually feel pretty good because I just took Xanax, so I'm like, I feel fine." <laughs> um, and they send me back to my room. I get in the room. There's like two twin beds, so I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna be have to share a fucking room." And there's no TV. I'm like, "Oh no,
0: <laughs> oh no, I have to actually get help." Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: so the first night i just like slept and shit. the next night or the next day i wake up uh oh fucking, when you're in detox they have to like make sure you're alive so the entire time i'm getting woken up every fucking hour and it was just pissing me off like i don't i feel like there's got to be i mean i guess they have to check if you're alive but and to make sure you didn't have a seizure right but like god that is that cannot be like healthy to just wake someone up every single hour and like well it's I'm not sure. even like they shake you and like wake you up it's just like when they open the door you at least i wake up every single yeah, yeah, time yeah. Um, i'm sure
0: that we, i'm sure there are cases
1: though where yeah but like i became friends with the guy in there who like Has seizures from drinking, um, or like detoxing. So it's like, you know, for his benefit, they have to, and they just treat everyone like that. So the first night I get in there, and I'm just, I just sleep the whole time, except they're waking me up, and it's kind of like pissing me off. I'm talk, I think like I talk to a doctor or something, or psychiatrist or something. Next day, wake, they wake me, they wake you up at six thirty in the morning. You had in detox because of COVID, they would bring you your breakfast. So you would just like, I would just eat in bed. And then I would go back to sleep for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then they wake me up and I'd have to talk to like the nurse. And then an hour later, they wake me up again and I'm getting my blood pressure taken. Then an hour later, the nurse practitioner comes in to like just talk to me. And then an hour later, the psychiatrist comes in yeah. to talk to you. And then. <clears throat> So, that goes on. I had, like, no sleep. And then the next, or, yeah, that evening, I'm just, like, laying in bed. I haven't talked to anyone. I only saw maybe, like, two other people being there. And that evening, I, I'm i just staring at the ceiling, laying in bed. And I'm just, like, antsy. I feel, like, super irritable. I'm withdrawing. I'm sweating. Fucking... And I just feel like I'm about to have a panic attack and I like start getting scared. Like and in my head, I'm thinking like, God, I'm fucking day two of detoxing and like these fucks aren't giving me any medication. Like I go from taking benzos and which is Xanax and like Adivan for like six years straight to just completely being taken off of it and them giving me. I forget the name of it, but them giving me just like a super light. It's not a Benzo at all. It's just like, it's something else to sort of help with anxiety, but it's more to just make sure you don't have a seizure. Yeah. And they kind of just like let you suffer with the like real withdrawals and the panic. And so I'm like freaking out and I'm like, fuck this. And I like get up and I walk to the nurse's station I'm like, you guys need to like give me something because there's absolutely nothing to do here. I'm just laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, um, and I don't know if I said something about like, like I knew Hex put me up in this place, and I know like Hex got recommended this place by someone else, so I knew it. I know it's not a cheap place. Yeah and i'm just like how the f- like how the fuck am i just laying in there like with absolutely nothing to do and i'm just like freaking the fuck out and you guys can't do anything about it like i am i refuse to just lay in there and like suffer and they're like uh you can sit in here if you want i was like no um so i sit down <laughs> <laughs> and i was i'm basically just complaining to them and i'm like i guess like you know you guys can't really do anything but it's so i'm like sorry i'm taking this out on you but just like i don't know what what the fuck else to do and i'm like cursing at them just throwing like a temper tantrum but like even till this day with like a clear sober mind i don't think that's how it should be i know that's how it is run but like yeah They have to consider the amount someone should suffer, especially like the first few days. And basically, I was complaining so much where the nurse like texts the psychiatrist and he's like, well, you can just give him. I was taking this like really dog shit anti-anxiety medicine, which like hardly did anything, if anything at all. I would take that four times a day. If anything, I was just like placeboing myself. Yeah. So he's like, "You can give him one more of these," and I'm like, "And I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is that going to do?" And I was just like, "But I'll take it." So they just gave me like one more of those, and it helped for like an hour or two. I was like, "I was like, this is barely helping." They they were like, "You want nicotine gum?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Like that's the best you can fucking do. Which dealing with addiction shit like they're not gonna give me a benzo when i've like told them my history with them um but they're like well uh one guy just checked in he's in the tv room i'm like there's a fucking tv room which i probably wouldn't have gone to it anyway because i just like isolating and staying in my room but there was no tv in my room at this place so i was just like "Okay, okay fuck and they're like, yeah, he seems pretty chill. You can go talk to him. And I walk in the TV room, and he's, like, kicked back with his legs up on the chair. And I'm just sure. like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, what's up? I'm like, "Um, I think I just, like, explained. I was like, you probably heard me out there bitching to the nurses. And I was like, I'm, I'm day two right now, and I'm just like, you know, I've been taking anti-anxiety medicine for so long and they're not giving me shit. I'm just like chewing his fucking ear off. Um, And he, I was like, um, so you've been to rehab before? He was like, no, this is my first time. I was like, what the fuck? Like, he was so chill for just, just getting to rehab. He was yeah. like, yeah, I went back to my room and sat on the bed and then was, just got up and went to the nurses and was just like, now what? Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, there's a TV in there. And he was like, okay, I guess I'll watch TV. But like, he was chill as fuck. And he ended up becoming, him and this other guy in detox, they ended up becoming just like my good friends in there. Yeah. And it was, it turned, they really got me through detox because shit would just be hilarious. We basically like, just made a shitty situation good because there's no TV and rooms or anything. We, we would always just come to this movie room and detox where I was at for like three, four days. And I would, I would take my other twin beds, blankets and shit. Cause I didn't have a roommate cause COVID and I would just lay them in on the floor in the movie room. And it basically would like turned into a slumber party <laughs> We would just watch movies all day. And then we. Wait, what the fuck? What? Um, my lady that cleans my house was like, I'll be there in 35 to 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Can you come around dinner time? What the fuck? Why would she just come? I talked to her yesterday and said, Hey, would you be able to come tomorrow or the next day? She's like, I'll let you know. And then she's just like, I'll be there in 35 <laughs> minutes. Like, anyway. Um What was I talking about? Oh, it was basically it turned into like a slumber party and detox. Um that's detox sucked. But then I got out of that. And we did a few groups in detox, so we're like We'd all sit in a circle and be like, Hi, my name's Nick. And I right. learned the whole like saying of like, Hi, my name's Nick. I'm an addict. Or most people in there were alcoholics. Right. So it'd be like, Hi, my name's Bob, blah, blah, blah. an alcoholic. Hi, Nick. And like, Really? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how when people say that, you respond like, Hi, whatever their name is. Um, so there was, so the, I only met with a the therapist or psychiatrist like once in the first like week. But once you get out of detox, i moved to like the real world the real like rehab facility yeah the real rehab facility where there was like 20 people already there and um basically a real we all three from detox whenever they're together so that was nice to like have other people coming over there with me yeah um we got food and like a few people said hi to us and there's a few people younger than me, a few people eh, like one or two my age and then like mostly older people. So a basic day there um, would be wake up at 630 in the morning every day. Like they wake you up and you have to go get your blood pressure. They call it your vitals. Right. Right you go get your blood pressure taken 7:15 7:15 and you have to stay awake or they'll come wake you up 7:15 is breakfast after breakfast um or at 8:15 in the morning it's called on awakening which is basically you get a all right um you get a word for the day you get a positive affirmation and you say your goal of the day and everyone in the room everyone in the rehab facility goes around and everyone says their shit um so it'd be like hi my name is nick hi my name is nick and i'm an addict hi nick and i would be like my word of the day is truth uh my affirmation is i deserve to be happy and everyone yes you do <laughs> like and by the end of the rehab place i was the person who would just be w- was so like fakely enthusiastic and en- enthusiastic to where like if i didn't say something it was just quiet like everyone would be like hi or hi my name's Brittany. i'm an alcoholic hi Brittany." and like like i basically turned into like the class clown there right and they'd be like uh, my stick word is blah 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 uh, my affirmation is I deserve to be happy and I'd be like yes you do and my goal is to a lot of people would be like my goal for today is to stay positive and make it through the day and I'd just be like good goal <laughs> 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 but like sometimes I would fuck with people where like they'd say their goal and I'd just be like that's it <laughs> <laughs> or or I just be like meh um <laughs> or like the end of the goal or not the end of the goal the end of the day you basically do that same thing and you say whether you it's called wrap up where like it's the last thing of the day we do and you say whether you, you say your name your your name and claim um your word your affirmation and whether or not you you did your goal and people would be like uh, my goal for today was to finish my timeline which a timeline would be something you present to like the group basically explaining your life story right like i did one as well um like my goal for today was finish my timeline i'd be like and what'd you do they'd be like and i finished my timeline (laughs) i'd be like yeah and like everyone would start clapping. so it like kind of became like fun um so yeah that's 8 15 in the morning 9 a.m is the first group um most of the time it'd be like an educational group where It could be educational on depression, anxiety, love addiction, sex addiction, alcoholism, what drugs do to your brain, and blah, blah, blah. It could just be anything. Right. 10 a.m. was the second group, and that would be, sometimes it'd be uh, a process group, which is basically everyone in the building would be, half of us would go to like one therapist and another half would go to another therapist and there it would get like more personal and that would kind of become like your inner circle um, to where you can just say whatever the fuck you want. And like I had a few times where like telling my story or like shit that I resent or have regrets of in the past, like you could you know, like cry or whatever. And no one will judge you or you could one day this dude kind of like freaked out on the therapist and it's just like you got to express yourself and like, yeah. n- there's no judging or whatever. Um, that would usually be the group at 10. Then that would be like an hour hour and a half 1130 is lunch after lunch. Uh, sometimes for me it'd be nap time and uh a lot of other people would go to like the tv room where there was like two guitars and like i learned to play a little guitar actually yeah because every i was playing every day because there's nothing else to do right um then a lot of people would go to the smoke (laughs) hut um i smoked like maybe two or three cigarettes a few like black and milds but like I thought, nicotine would become like a thing for, or I didn't want it to, but right. I'd be like, "There's nothing else to do. Like I might as well just smoke with everyone else, just to, like socialize." So people would either hang out in the TV room where there is a TV, but it's not allowed to be turned on until like eight PM when we're finished everything. Right. So like you can't watch TV during the day. You like you're either fucking around talking to people playing guitar there's some board games we played cards against humanity we played Yahtzee I learned how to play dice um, <laughs> by, by some people that were in prison <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one he's from Argentina or something uh, but in prison there's there's bloods and crips which would mostly be be black people then there's chicanos which are like spanish people um and then there's woods which are the white people um and i was just like asking him questions and i remember we became like pretty good i was just asking him questions about prison what's what's it like and i was like so were you a a chicano he's like yeah and I was like, so if like shit happened in the yard, which is like where prisoners play right. <laughs> 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 Um, like you'd have to fight white people and shit like that. He's like, Yeah. And I was and then one day he was like he was like, you know what, you're pretty cool, Nick. Um you're you're a funny guy. If you know, if you if you ever go to prison, I got you, man. <laughs> And I was like, Would you let me be a Chicano? He's like, Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Finally
0: out of the woods. (laughs) And then that's all. And then from that point on, I
1: would this other dude that went to prison and he's white. I was like, fucking wood. (laughs) I was like calling him a wood and shit. But he was he was really cool. And it was just like I was just fucking around. Um
0: what were the ages like there?
1: Um I became pretty good friends with this one dude that who was 18 and he was he was like a boxer and like his shit was pills and um I, we had a there was like a sort of like a heavy bag in the gym and like from the first time I saw him he would like kind of go to it and like hit it a little bit and I I'd just be like <laughs> uh, alright not gonna fuck with him <laughs> And then I come to find out he's a boxer and um, like he was pretty tall pretty big hands were big as fuck um, and he was 18 and like pretty sure you have to be 18 to be in there Right, they're older and then all the way up to like 60 65 right. I think was like the oldest but most I would say most of the people were like 40 and over then there was like 2 or 3 of them there was like two to four of us that were like 30 to 40. Then there's like five people that were 18 to 30. Right. Um, but I became pretty good friends with most people. Um, anyway, to finish the day. So we'd eat lunch at 1130. At 1 p.m. would be another educational group where it could be just any education about Alcohol or drugs. Most of the people there were alcohol, um, like ninety percent. Uh, at two p.m. was uh, another process group, which is like talking to your therapist. Um, and then, like sometimes they would pull you out for ther uh, therapist one-on-one meeting if you need to see the psychiatrist, the nurse practitioner, who can like prescribe you stuff. Um, But mostly every day was the exact fucking same. Then at 3 or 3.30, we'd go up to the gym, and there's a full-court basketball court. It's just a gymnasium. There's like a mini gym on the side of it. We played volleyball pretty much every day up there. Right. Um, So that was pretty fun. I was the most, I'd say, athletic there. Um, With, (laughs) like people were so bad we if you served it and fuck up you get a rehab redo <laughs> because everyone would always fuck up like their serve and so it's on your first serve you get a rehab redo um but sometimes we'd play horse or pig or whatever yeah um then after the gym you'd get like maybe 15 minutes uh to like shower and then dinner at five o'clock. After dinner you or six o'clock is phone time. So after dinner you'd get like an hour, a little more than an hour to chill. Um still no TV, no nothing. Like you just talk yeah. and then at seven o'clock sometimes we'd have a speaker, sometimes we'd oh we'd either have a speaker come in or we'd have an AA meeting which is where it was probably my favorite Uh, second favorite my favorite was the process group of like sitting in a circle and talking with the therapist and then my second favorite was the AA meetings at night to where we would just say a topic and then we'd say like someone would speak and like kind of get the thing going and then like it kind of just goes quiet and whoever wants to talk would just say Um, Hi, my name's James. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, James. And then they'd say whatever's on their mind. And I found, I don't think I said, or no, I actually started talking pretty early on and just like explaining myself or just like kind of explaining my situation to the entire group and shit that I have problems with. And it's basically like therapy and everyone's just all ears for you. Right. And that would last an hour, and then like you'd fill out paperwork every day, and at the end of the day, you finish this paperwork, turn it in, and once everyone turns their shit in, you get the TV remotes, and you could watch TV for like two hours until like 11 p.m. They'd give you one snack per evening, which would be like a Nutri-Grain bar or something. Um, the food was pretty good. There was too much fried food, though. Um, but food was decent. You'd eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. You'd have one snack per day, and like other than that, you would have to like buy chips or something out of the boutique, which would right. only open like fifteen minutes, like four days a week. But yeah, and then we would either be in the DVD room, which was had a DVD player, which I hadn't seen in God yeah. knows how long, and you could watch movies um, which had to be approved or you could just watch regular TV. Um, like half the group would be split with movies half. So I'd bounce around. Um, I spent a lot of time reading in between classes or like if there was an hour break after lunch or after dinner, I would, I did a lot of reading. I read one book I took there like three times. Um, there's they gave me an Alcoholics Anonymous book and a Narcotics Anonymous book, and I read through like some of it. But it was the Alcoholics Anonymous book was written in like 1940, so it's just very outdated language, right. and yeah. like it wasn't really my thing. So I started reading the Narcotics Anonymous book, which is like drugs and addicts and or whatever. Um, and yeah, at 11 p.m., it's lights out. You can sit in your room and read and shit, but, um, uh, uh, yeah. Most times, I would just read a little bit. Eventually, I got an older roommate, and we became pretty good friends. I actually talked to him on the phone yesterday, and that so was pretty much my stay for the rest for the whole
0: time. You talked to him on the phone. And he was, and he's still in. No, he's he left too?
1: like like a week or two before I did and then like he a random Texas number called me and I thought it was going to be this outpatient place that I'm going to which is like rehab but you show up for three hours four days four days a week yeah and they drug test you and shit so I can't do any drugs for the next like two months for the next ever yeah, (laughs) for the next lifetime (laughs) Uh, okay good (laughs) well pills (laughs) <laughs> uh, but even like weed and shit I smoked pretty much I might as well just say everything but weed I smoked pretty much every time I would lay down to sleep but I've said this before weed like kind of gives me anxiety half the time but like it got to the point where I just didn't like being sober so much which is the main point they try to like drill into you while you're there. I feel like I need to sneeze. Yeah. Um, but the main point they would try to drill in is like drugs aren't your problem. Alcohol is not your problem. Your problem. Dude, the squeakiest floor. Yeah. Uh, drugs aren't your problem. Alcohol is not your problem. Your problem is that you can't stand being you can't deal with life sober. Um, and can't deal with it with drugs either, but like you get the point. Um, so it became like, yeah, they would teach you about drugs, but for me, and what I realized was most beneficial for me was to learn how to deal with life without drugs and like just that drugs weren't my problem. Alcohol surely isn't my problem because i would hardly drink i'd hardly go out and i would never drink alone um but the problem wasn't the drugs and shit the problem was you and the problem the psych my psychiatrist in there would always just be like the problem is up here it's right it's what you think about it's how you think about what you're thinking about um and that's kind of what they drilled into me a lot of other people And I kind of feel bad. They would like. They like fully weren't. They would like blame other people. Or just like save their lives. Which is really easy for me to say. Because I have like such a blessed and like pretty easy life. Yeah. But that still doesn't mean up here it's easy. Like in my head. Like. Like. I know how easy my life is, but in my head, it's like, I still like battle with these demons for whatever fucking reason they're in there. Yeah. And like, they go back to your, while you're in there, they talk about your childhood and what could be like deep rooted inside of you. Shit that I like never talked about and blah, blah, blah. Um, but a lot of people in there would be, would just like make excuses of like, how am I supposed to deal with, um, kids or wife or husband or job or blah, blah, blah. And That it's like they would it's like they weren't just admitting like, like, because when I was in there, I was like, it's me. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't have but it's also very easy for me to say because it really is just me.
0: Yeah, you don't but, have kids. wife. Yeah,
1: I don't have um, that external stuff to blame. But at the end of the day, even those blaming that it is just them, really. Right. Because people, you can find someone who has 10 kids and they're happy. Like, someone has it worse than you, but they're still happy. So, yeah. like, it's not your situation. It's how you perceive your situation. Right. Because yeah. all the, f- like, the s- times where I'm stressed and shit, And I take a pill, everything seems all right again, but nothing has changed. Right. So, like, why can't everything be all right if I'm not taking the pill? Right. Like, why can't I, like, train my brain to, like, think like that when I'm not on a pill? Because nothing changes.
0: Yeah.
1: Your situation is still the same. But... So, now I am... I learned a lot in there. I learned about my addiction and just how... They were like, normal people don't have to think about stopping. They're just like, oh, I I drank a little bit too much. I'm good. Or like, oh, I took too much, too many milligrams. I'm good. Or I shouldn't do that again. Or this sucks. But for me, it's like, they call it an allergy to where like, and there were studies that like, Addicts' brains are different to where, like, different receptors will light up differently and blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking know the scientific shit, but, like, when I take something, I have, like, an aller—like, if I take drugs, I have an allergy in me. They just call it an allergy. It's not, like—I mean, it could maybe be an actual allergy, but they call it an allergy to where if I take something— I crave a really hard for more. Right. To where the normal person would just be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. And like but me, I crave for more. And when I come down for it, I want more. Then when I take more and I can take more than other people. Um cuz <clears throat> if anyone else took like the amount of Adderall that I took or um xanax like they're knocked out like i've seen some of my friends take xanax and like they're face down in their pancakes right um yeah so it's just like everyone's different you and i was taking
0: like like seizure level yeah like i've that's... taken
1: like just full-blown <clears throat> you're there was many nights where...
0: I think, that, I think that's legitimately how Juice World died, right? He just took a shit ton well, of Xanax took, to try to hide it mm-hmm. and then died from the seizure. Um, <clears throat> and it's like with the mixture of Adderall... And
1: mixing it increases your chance of like having a seizure or your heart stopping or whatever. Yeah. So there was plenty of times where like <laughs> especially with the Adderall I took so much like where not that I wanted to die but um I was like okay with the risk of like right like I'll risk it for the biscuit type shit um like it's my heart could stop and that would suck if it did but I really want to take then so I'll risk it and there's probably plenty of times where I just, like, mix so much. I've just mixed so much that, like, it very well could have happened. Maybe if I was, like, unhealthy or if the Xanax or Adderall were pressed with something else. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> they were saying that, like, I was getting so much Adderall that a lot of my fucking Adderall could have been pressed with, like, meth. Or, like, shit like that. Especially getting it off the streets. But, so that was my... So that's been my last year and a half. Yeah, that's fucking... Yeah, so from, like, our
0: side of it... I I don't know. From from our side... I mean, that's... You had to have been, like, anxious talking... Like,
1: coming over here, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was really anxious before, like... In the beginning of this podcast, you were talking, like, you were talking, and I would just want to be like, "All right, just actually, just let me like get yeah, this yeah, over yeah, with." Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, because I was like, when you were talking, and in my head, I'm just like, "Fuck, fuck like, I'm yeah, gonna I have, to, have say to say it. it. I'm yeah. gonna have to say it." Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, been the- like it was a huge weight off my shoulders to like, one, finally say something to the public, and it'll. Probably a lot of my, like, actions will make sense. like Yeah. Just for example, the one or the eSports Awards, I was really drunk, but I was also taking Xanax at that time as well.
0: Oh, I didn't even know um, that. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: So, like... You had that for me, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even like I was, like, trying to hide it. Right. I just, yeah. I'm not going to tell. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because you guys have known about my drug use for like, pretty much since I joined, but just no one ever knew the extent. And if I had a bad month, I would kind of slip out of it to where like, to, I had one friends in the house. And two hacks would come over all the time so it's like yeah. i didn't have that freedom of just being able to just do whatever the fuck Dude, I wanted do you remember do. the
0: scuff house when i kept it for you <coughs> <coughs>
1: yeah yeah there was a
0: time in the scuff house i literally kept it and you would have to come My ask Adderall. yeah and you would have to come ask for it and then i would that's how i would i would like write down how much or i would put it was like a little tally yeah just so that you knew how much was going into it
1: yeah I was taking so much and just, I was taking so much and just, like, it seems no one, a decent amount of people will be, will, like, sort of understand what I'm saying. Right. But there's going to be people that don't understand and they're going to, like just be like what do you fucking mean you don't know how much you were taking Damn. or you don't have control of like the amount you were taking and it was just like it's really hard thing it's really hard to, to do when you're really high off like so much right. and a combination of different things and um you don't want to know either so you don't keep track right that's like the biggest thing is you don't want to know yeah it's, it's, it's like
0: as legitimately as it's going into your mouth it's already leaving your brain like you don't even want to know that you just took it to the point where 15 minutes later you can't even remember if you
1: took there is so many like there were so many times it was almost every time I would take I didn't know how much I was taking right I'd be like wait did I take an hour ago I'd be like wait how much did I take yeah. did I take one or like three but that would happen every single night that I took and something i've realized since being uh so i would you would hold my adderall and i would have to like come Um, tell you or like ask you
0: i remember one time i left to go record to shoot vision and i hope he's okay with me saying this but i gave it to pj and i was like don't like don't Eh. let nick come find these and then pj would text me and say can i give him one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's asking me for one, and I'd be like, You can give it to him, but you have to keep track of it. Yeah, it's like, dude, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, but I didn't know that's why, whenever you were living alone, I was like, Oh, fuck. but from the other side of it, whenever you started like like ignoring people, and people and we started knowing what was going on, or not even knowing what was going on, it was like so hard to get in contact with you because you weren't going to answer questions phone calls we we're gonna text or we we're gonna answer texts so then and you can't get to my apartment without like
1: a fob and shit the only person who
0: had the key was mike
1: yeah we knew Mike. but had even key. then you'd have to like go in through the the only way to get to my apartment would be like going in through the front leasing office which like the workers are there and yeah. you kind of have to say like i need to get to this yeah. apartment number like, all the doors outside require a fob, which I'm the only one that has it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so then I would... uh <clears throat> Like, you, I would text you a lot, and then Bose would text you a lot. Bose and I would t- always talk to each other about, like, whether he'd answered either one of you. Then um, <clears throat> Hex was like, I'm going to go over there with my brother, knock the door down, is what he said. <laughs> and uh, then the day before... Of course he said that. The day before, he he was going to go over there with with tubes uh bose bose told me that he was going over with mike cuz mike had a key but you had top locked it so they couldn't get in and then they said they were beating on the door i wonder if that was them that
1: one day they were beating on the door and you didn't answer if they were beating on it i wasn't awake cuz no one's ever beat on my door yeah i i had well, people you know, knock well you there's before. no way mike
0: went over there and yeah you know mike was like hitting it that might be even worse because like because you had to sl- pass you out. slept through it yeah yeah and that's when you did it they said they came back and they were like you didn't answer and i was like how did you leave like how can you leave if he's he's in there yeah. and then i ch- and so i legitimately every single day for like three weeks straight i checked steam on my phone every day to see if you were online and you were in multiple times you were <laughs> online that next day and i was like well he's not fucking dead yeah. that's good and i was literally gonna call the cops because after that day you had not signed on for six days on steam and so i was calling the cops the next day but i had talked to tj and tj was like well he has six other accounts that he gets on so you're not gonna find him on that
1: and i would appear offline on steam because right hex started, messag- <laughs> hex started messaging me on steam so i started appearing offline yeah so it was like, it was literally like I would talk to TJ or PJ,
0: try to figure out where you were. I was talking to, uh, Bose would talk to me and, and hex, hex, me, hex, and Bose would talk to each other. So we would just, I'd try to find anyone. And then PJ was like, I was literally about to just hit, introduce myself to Gilkey and be like, hey, I'm Davis. I just need tabs. Cause he was like, the only person he plays with a lot is this guy named Gilkey. And I was like, well, I got to talk to him then. That's funny. So that's what it was like. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Just the jokey part. So uh yeah, but uh literally I was going I was legitimately about to call the the cops but then you texted me that day. And that was when that was when you you texted me and said something like hi. And I was like, "Hey. <laughs> How are you, man?" And then you you said something like this shit is fucking stupid and I was like, "I agree. It is stupid." Yes, and it then, is. so that's when, uh, that's when, uh, your Hex had told me you talked to your mom, and then Hex got me in contact with your mom. So we were like talking and stuff. And then you were like, well, and then I, I went home for Christmas and we tech, we, I think we texted all Christmas day. Cause that's what that's, I was like, cause I, I wanted to, I wanted to see if you, were, if you were going to fly home, but I know you said about the COVID stuff. Yeah. So then, uh, so then you, we are like, hey, can you watch my cat? And I was like, sure.
1: I literally texted Aaron bef- the day before I left and was like, hey, can y'all watch my cat for a month? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I don't think he replied for a little bit. And then I texted again and was like, hey, you have to watch my cat for a month. <laughs> he was just like, okay. And then... I think I texted you the same thing, and then you were probably like, "Yeah, I'll watch him." And so, drop the cat off and off the rehab. Yeah. And the rest is history.
0: It was a cat dad for sixty or for thirty days?
1: Yeah. How'd you enjoy that? It was. It was fun. He's a cuddly little kitten. Yeah. Was,
0: how would he?
1: How would he lay on you?
0: He would just. I would lay on my stomach or my back, watching TV, and he would come up and do the little thing <laughs> <laughs> and knead, and then uh, and then he would just fall asleep like right here and I was like
1: would he lay cause with me he does the same routine every time <laughs> to where he'll like get up on my chest and then he'll like lay down but then like his body will like off slide off half. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking uses everyone That's hilarious that's good though that yeah. he uh that I was, was
0: that f- was another thing I was like scared about cause I was like I for I, we were like talking I was like I don't know how he's getting buddy for everything. And then I don't know if... because well, we I didn't, wasn't.
1: I just drained any every, money I had. Right. So, like, I don't know... Because I probably spent... He's being healthy, like, eating healthy. Because nope. he wasn't eating. All I had was eating. I, I had one of two options. For six months, I either ate... IHOP. For one, I door dashed... I didn't cook for nine months straight. From March until I left to rehab, every time I got food... Was either IHOP or this place called Zalat Pizza, um, dude. So from IHOP, I was about be, to say
0: Zalat is fire, but I'm sure you're fucking over it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So I would either order or DoorDash IHOP, and it'd be mozzarella sticks, chicken tenders with fries, and I feel like I'm missing something, but that was one. Or Zalat Pizza would be like an 18 inch large pizza with um. Sriracha ranch dressing Sriracha. with a Caesar salad, and I would get a Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough. So it's like every time I order food, it's like thirty to fifty dollars worth yeah. of food. And it fucking on top of the amount of Adderall I was taking, on top of it being sort of hard to get here in Texas. So I was just getting ripped off every time. Yeah. I'd pay at least ten dollars a pill. And so like so I'm like eating, let's see, ten dollars a pill, and I'm eating like ten pills before I even start playing. So it's like a hundred dollars just to get my gaming session started. And that's every day. Um
0: jeez, that's fucking and then that, and
1: that lasted for like, that was like nine months. But it got, it was really bad in the beginning, but then it got like really, really, really Dude, bad like that, towards the so, end. So it was
0: like, you went to like a three month bender and then like a, those two days you did content and then another one. And those two days you get content, you were like, no, I'm not going to be, not going to do it anymore. And you were like telling me the horror stories of like
1: the I last time. I remember telling Hex, I was like, I haven't taken in a week. And then I started taking. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You were
0: like, I haven't taken it. It's it's like bullshit. And you started saying all that, and then I was, I literally was like, well, you, did you get rid of it? Like, did you flush it down the toilet or something? Did you get rid of it? And you were like, you, the last thing I heard you say to me was like, no, nah, I didn't get rid of it. But like, I don't, I'm not gonna take it. Like, it's not like a risk to have it there. And I was like, and I was like, do me a favor. Like, when you go home, just don't like flush it out down the toilet.
1: and then i didn't talk to you for three
0: months
1: (laughs) whenever uh i got back from rehab hex came in and like i told him because i i made sure to use all my adderall before i left i was like well yeah i guess i'll enjoy this while i can i'm sure every a lot of people enjoy air quotes um and then he came in with me and i Gave him the my bottle of Xanax that I still had, and we flushed that. So now I don't have shit, and I am thirty three days sober of like nothing. Um, that's good. Maybe you you feel you you look
0: like you feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel good. Um, I'm clear. I feel like I have one thing. I would my memory was fucking horrible i all the time i would forget shit and i don't know i guess it's both adderall and xanax but like i would always forget shit i would be talking and literally forget what the fuck that i am i saying and like i would forget that even like subject i'm talking about yeah. and just completely blank out yeah. like my mind was just fried i looked like a crackhead like i remember um, looking in the mirror and just being like just amazed at how skinny I got, um, especially up until I was leaving, just how skinny I was. I probably went into rehab like 160, which is the skinniest I've been in like five, like four or five years, yeah. five years, easy. Um, and while in rehab, I gained 30 pounds in 30 days. Then, um, yeah, I don't just know. I just feel bit. I'm definitely like super, not really super, but I'm nervous, like, because of just always numbing myself with benzos and shit. Um, I, I would be nervous, but only for a short amount of time until I like took to numb it. So now I have to experience the whole like being nervous and like whenever I've been going to like AA meetings and whenever I had to, even at rehab helped a lot with like, I would always just be forced to sort of do things and like my biggest fear would be like sort of public speaking and just like speaking and having the whole room quiet. So rehab helped me just like, Whenever I get that, like people in these AA meetings, people will like tell their stories, and from sort of the beginning, I would take I would tell mine, um, and it got me sort of in the momentum of just like almost every AA meeting, I would ha- say something, yeah, of just like whatever came up and whatever I felt like I had to get off my chest, even if I didn't think, even if I didn't know if it would like sound intelligent or be worth something i would just say it anyway and while i was in there i just found out like i feel so much better after saying shit and like even with this like even with this podcast like i feel so much better just finally saying it it and like i of course already know that people um i already know the nicknames i'm gonna have
0: crack the action. to go with Niac,
1: <laughs> addy niac ZANIAC, um drug niac which if you're gonna use that at least like be creative yeah. yeah um but i already know what's gonna come with saying this uh but it's definitely worth it to me to just fucking say it and get something i've been like hiding kind of <laughs> from yeah. like my fan base for since joining optic really um i've always i've been using since joining optic but like y'all didn't know until like a few years in and then even when it got bad y'all didn't know to how bad it was yeah. Um but it feels good just like because like now i don't have anything yeah like yeah. yeah, it's like it feels good just finally saying it. And it's like people because people used to come in my sh- streams or like and they would say, How much Addy is he on? And I'm thinking in my head, You don't want to know, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I forget what I just ended it on. Yeah, we had to change the battery, <clears throat> the camera
0: battery, so I forgot what we were talking about, but uh. But like with with everything that happened, like how do you feel? This to be a weird question, but how do you feel about your like situation and like everything that you went to in comparison to like the like the use of of Adderall like in our jobs, like in
1: in the gaming community, the
0: gaming community, because um, it definitely not saying that you know it wasn't like a addiction problem that you personally had to deal with but i'm sure that shit did not make it easier like seeing it literally everywhere um and also that's got to be nerve wracking i guess
1: going forward yeah well the thing for me that it do, it doesn't like trigger me Like of course seeing it, I'm like like I'm I don't feel like a crackhead who like sees crack and it's just like Yeah. Because I feel like I just like did so much of it that like right now I'm just like so I'm just like turned off by it. Right. Um of course like when I'm in bed at night and I'm just bored, I'm like fuck, this would be like this would be when I would start taking usually. Yeah. And then like that would just turn into like me taking all the time. Um, But what's the only, not the only, but the main shitty part for me is that taking, I haven't played a, when I was doing my GTA videos, I wouldn't take Adderall. And that's
0: it. 2016.
1: No, that would, I'm, the GTA videos in 2019. But oh, I like oh, just oh, got oh. with Linda with and I was role, doing the role play videos. Okay, yeah, the okay, GTA yeah. role play streams, Those not streams. videos. Okay. Um but I wouldn't take Adderall for that and that was about it. In my like entire sort of span with Optic, except like the very beginning, I would only take when it mattered or I felt it mattered. Um but besides that I have always been on Adderall for every game that I've played um and it I just have no it's not even that I think my s- skill my skill is going to be worse low key might be yeah, better it's it's not going to be
0: it's weird how it tricks you. Yeah. It tricks you and thinks you're it makes you think you're doing better, but really you're just more motivated to play. Like yeah. you just want to play.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's um, weird. Yeah. Cause honestly, if I ever competed again, I wouldn't I surely would not practice on it. Right. Practicing on it, nah. I don't think that's good. Um Yeah. But I uh, ha- just have absolutely no interest in playing video games unless I was on it. That's why I would go like months without streaming or anything because like I just do not. And I don't know if it's because I'm. I'm sure some of it has to do with just like getting older. But I think a lot of it has to do with just like. Becoming addicted to playing video... Because video games aren't the same after taking Adderall. right? Like, you're just... They're just shittier. They're less entertaining. And I don't know what it is. But I just have no interest in playing video games without it. And so, like, that's where... I don't know what... I don't know what direction I'm gonna go with because I'm I'm only on day three of fresh out of fucking rehab. Yeah. So I still, um, I'm gonna be in a outpatient program for the next two months. Um, I'm gonna be going to like therapy and because a lot of, like I said, most of this is like, it's not about the drugs. It's about like my mindset being sober or just my mindset in general is like (laughs) shit that i because just because i'm sober doesn't mean i'm not like still fucked up in certain ways um so i'm gonna have to like that's a whole new journey in itself especially while like being sober and not being able to like numb myself but i'm going to an outpatient program which is going to be four days a week three hour three hours on these days I need to get like back into the gym and yoga and I want to find some kind of like stuff to fill my time. Um, so I'm kind of just, I don't really know. Um, I'm sure I'm going to start streaming eventually. What I'm going to stream? I don't know. Thinking about like Minecraft, if it'll be like some more chill game and who knows, but I can't I have no idea like yeah. where my life is going to n- go. Who? Maybe I'll. Well, I'll always no matter what, I'm going to always be around. Yeah. Um. You're going to see more of me. Like people might hear that and think like I might like disappear or something. But if anything, you're going to see a lot more of me. Yeah. Um. Even if it's it might not be the sixth. Teen plus hour streams <laughs> but in some way or another you're gonna see me we uh, always we
0: always had you ever have these conversations where we were like one day we're gonna talk about it
1: yeah
0: wow oh. I, I
1: wanted to say something like that because for the longest time me and hex were talking about when am i gonna like just say to the public yeah of like because i always wanted to just say it and it was gonna be last year in 2020 on the eavesdrop the eavesdrop yeah But I was just like never ready for it or in the back of my mind, I like knew I was going to – I just wasn't done yet using. So I just like never wanted to do it because I was like, I don't want to say it. And then like two weeks later, I'm like back at it again. Well, it's like
0: every time, whenever you – dis like if you disappear or if you start streaming for 15 hours, it's like people are going to like – No, and that was like what that was, that was the scary part. And also, I don't know how. Yeah, I remember you saying that that you didn't know, or you had to talk to your mom first. But I'm sure that was a whole demon in and of itself, is
1: figuring all that out. Because yeah, and she always knew. She doesn't even like hearing me talk about hearing because she's gonna listen to this and like hearing all this. I don't think any of it will be a surprise to her. I don't right. think sh- she doesn't know how much, what milligrams mean without Adderall shit. So yeah. Um, she won't really understand like how much she just knows it's a fucking shit ton. And she always has known I've like abused it. And she just like kind not do shit about it. And you can't really do shit about it until like, it's just up to that person. Yeah as like sad as it is even like everyone i met in rehab a guy i met who it was like his third rehab and he was like yeah um or like fourth or fifth and he was like most of these people in here even though they're in here saying like you know everyone seems normal and they say they're going to change and like this time's different we have this like fellowship of like yeah. you know we're all Let's all stay sober and shit. The reality of it, 80% of them or more are going to start using again. Uh, A few people in here are probably going to die soon. And it was just like, and that's been the case with every rehab I've been to. It's been the case with every person I've talked to that's been to multiple rehab. And it's just like the reality of it is like the person's not going to stop until they are ready and they want to stop like there's nothing else you can do yeah and i'm just at a point where i've been through it so many times even though i'm like young compared to the other people that have been doing it for like 20 plus years um just hex it just like worked out and i almost like knew it would Well, I tell myself this, but, like, I, like, almost kind of knew it would work out. I did not think it would happen, like, how it happened. But, like, once Hex reached out to me and, like, I blew off everyone in, in a way that I never have before to where, like, I straight up disappeared for, like, when I say I didn't leave my apartment for, like, nine months, I probably left twice. And that was to come to the Hex quarters that, like, two times. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't leave at all, and my situation was never like that. I was always at in a house with people and be forced to, like, go out and do stuff and be held accountable for certain things. So, like, it just was at such a point, like, it never has been before. And once, like, Hex texted me, I was just ready. Like, I was just, like, almost waiting for just, like, the, the opportunity to – just like, I guess in rehab, you'd call it surrender. Yeah. Uh, I was just sure. like waiting for the opportunity to surrender and just fucking give it up. Yeah. Because I was just like over it. Um, and I was just blessed. And I'm just like blessed with my situation. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: got some people looking out for you, that's for sure. Because even... School.
1: I don't know, because even in rehab, people would be like, "My family doesn't understand," or like, "How do you tell your friends?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, yeah, all of my friends know. I'm like the only fuck up out of all of them, really. Like,
0: that's not true. (laughs) It's
1: It's not true. It's not like you were a fuck up. Well, Um, I mean, like, I'm the only one that's that was like abusing the fuck out of shit and like fucking up my life while doing it yeah i mean i, I just that
0: that's the i mean that's the biggest that, it's like when you meet somebody that's like addicted to something it's it's like this weird you have this weird thing where like you don't want to like you're, you're not going to judge them for it especially if you're really close with them but you also want to help them but you also don't want to peer pressure or not peer pressure but you don't want to like beat it into them because then they'll just vanish. Not saying that's what happened with you
1: but I'm sure everyone well and it's like you can't because they're not gonna you can't force like right. a, a true like addict to fucking do anything until they want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes they're dead before like you can. Yeah. And it's not but you can't. And sometimes they they just will die before they make the decision to change. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you guys were always aware of it. And you guys were always, like when I went to the first rehab, it's just like proud of you. Like, good for you. Like, um, you know, good luck. Fucking I'm glad you're doing it for you. Blah, blah, blah. And even the second time around, it was like the same thing. I just don't understand how people. Some people in rehab, it's like, do you just not pick the like right, right friends, or like, how do you like? What do you mean, your friends fucking like stop hanging out with you because you're sober now, or or like yeah. your friends don't understand and you can't tell them and you're afraid to tell your work, right? And then I was telling, there was people in there that were like, should I tell my coworkers when I go back because they're gonna be like, why were you gone for thirty days? And my advice to them was like, don't hold in the secret. Like, if they have a... If they find something off-putting about that to where, like, they start, like, judging you for it, then, like, that's on them. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, like, don't hold that in. There's
0: a lot. I mean, the the older you get, which uh, the Flycast viewership is always pretty older uh, compared to... Old like some optic content, but the older you get, the more you understand that like situations like this are a lot less, are, are, are a lot more common than you'd think. Like so, you being completely open, like I, I grew up pretty, I'd say, sheltered, but not not in like a bad way, more of like a you know in like a protective way. So I thought like re rehab and like people that were addicted and even weed. Just wheat like, marijuana just seemed like a foreign thing to me. But then as I grew up, like, you meet people that, like, life's fucking hard. And you meet people that, that go through shit all the time and, and you can, and to, to like, show, or, like, to to hold it in is, like, not, it's not healthy for you. And it also could do, it could do good things for other people, especially if you come out a better person, like, I don't know. Like it seems like right now, I bet you you saying this right now publicly is going is to help some people, probably a lot of people, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people that watch videos and that are stuck inside and because of COVID and and have nothing to have nothing to do, and so they turn to shit like that. And, I don't know. It can it, it always gets better. It, it, just can be, can get better.
1: It's very taboo to like talk about, and it's very taboo in the gaming community to talk about because. You know how many people I know that do drugs in the gaming community? Like, too many. Um, So, it's definitely going to be very beneficial. I say, um, earlier I even said, like, I don't know, I guess, where this is going to lead. Or, like, I even talked to Hex about... Like, I was like, what if I start? Because I don't know of anyone else who's, like, talked about it, really. And I was like, what if I started, like, a fucking Adderall Anonymous? Yeah. <laughs> or, like.
0: I was wondering if you were going. I mean, if there's a community on this planet besides maybe, I don't know, Wall Street or something. There's a community on this planet that needs it. It's this one. Yeah. And you're, I like like you said, there might you might be the first person that I know of. And, I, I mean. I've known of other instances where it's come out because people have taken too much and I've have, have gone a little crazy and but but went crazy in the public eye and whereas you became like a recluse which is a little different but recluse recluse isn't that what that is recluse recluse
1: did I say it wrong? I just I thought you were saying like wreck reckless but recluse.
0: Is it, is I it, don't know. I, I don't really know what that word? means. Or are you recluse,
1: kidding? like private? Yeah, like super private. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I think that's what it's called. I'm yeah,
1: like, recluse. You have me double. You just double said. I don't know. It made me think of a different word when you said it. But yeah, I always had. I always took pride in not being like public with it or yeah. like. I didn't want to have a fucking like meltdown somewhere publicly and like Yeah. Um like I even you can look at my Instagram, my Twitter, like yeah. I would never like tweet for I never wanted like the attention around it cuz the yeah. less attention I got, the, the more better. I could hide it. Right. So, like, on my Instagram, I've only posted, like, three times in the past, like, year. Yeah. Because, like, that's how, like, much I just, like, fell off of it. Twitter, I would, like, stop tweeting. Like, I didn't want YouTube. YouTube, I stopped. Like, I didn't even coming to the hex quarters, which I'm, like, I was, I'm, like, required to do. I stopped even doing that because I didn't want people seeing me yeah. so like skinny and fucking just like fucked up yeah uh like i didn't want any attention and i didn't want to come out that i didn't want to come out saying this shit after like something happens like i wanted to come out and say talk about this on like my Your terms own terms yeah which <coughs> that makes perfect sense yeah i'm sure i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that Yeah, Adderall Anonymous. I need, I need it. Yeah. But honestly, the the scariest part for me is not even the Adderall. It's the Xanax. Yeah. Because Xanax really made let me hide my fears. Adderall, I really just like would have fun on and like took it for fun. Yeah. And pleasure. Xanax, I fucking. I, like, take it almost, like, medically for me. Right. Because I've always been, like, an anxious person. And I've always talked about people who know me, have heard me talk about anxiety. I've always been into that sort of, like, field. But I'm more scared of, like, not taking a Benzo for the rest of my life rather than Adderall. Like, Adderall, I feel like, will be pretty easy to not do and it'll be enjoyable not taking it. Yeah. Xanax is different for me cuz I didn't take Xanax for fun. I took it I was I was straight up addicted to it. I was more addicted to Xanax than Adderall. Um but Xanax for me is like the worry, the one I like worry about just because I think of like certain situations where I'm nervous or anxious or if something happens that I'm not just going to be able to like jump to a pill and like numb it. Yeah. So that's more of like, I know this entire podcast is like mostly been about Adderall, but for me, Xanax is the scarier, scariest one for me to not take. Yeah. But I've, um, I've attended AA meetings and shit so far um like i'm gonna go to one right after this um and people are probably wondering like why aa meetings there are na meetings and ca meetings there's narcotics anonymous and there's cocaine anonymous um which i guess would be more fitting for me but alcoholics anonymous they they accept everyone and anything that sort of pertains to alcohol it's just addiction, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is—sex, food, fucking, exercise—any type right. of addiction falls into the cat. It falls into the category of like going to these meetings because it's not the drugs or alcohol. It's like it's your mindset and the way you think. And, yeah. Um, but that's not downplaying the <clears throat> the effect that it has on you specifically to addicts and shit because it does like hit us differently um to where like normal people don't have to consciously think about it yeah and they don't have to force themselves and they don't have the super strong cravings of someone who is an addict but yeah Shit's wild, dude. That's it for me. Shit's wild. I
0: mean, I'm sure everyone's fucking happy. Like this is a breath of fresh air. It's been a They're breath probably of will
1: be like I fucking knew it.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. No one. I didn't I have maniac, the 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 word maniac blocked from my chat. Because every time I saw it, I'd get fucking anxious. Really? Yeah. Mm. like, where's maniac? And I would just every time I read it, my heart would start beating fast. So we just blocked your name. So (laughs) thanks. (laughs) But I'm sure, I mean, it's been a breath of fresh air for everyone here. I mean, I know Hex feels, Hex feels better. Even, even Roger and everyone there was saying that you looked like a hundred times better. And your mom texted and said that you sound better and you definitely look better. And I think it's, I'm very like fucking like proud of you for continuously going after and all that shit. I mean, it's really fucking, it's not an easy thing to do,
1: especially knowing how bad it got. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I saw someone because like people knew I was gone 30 days and they didn't, they didn't know what was up, but they would tweet me like, proud of you, like for taking care of yourself. And then I saw someone tweet like, tired of people (laughs) (laughs) tired of people saying they're proud of him and not telling him like it is like what did he say after that it's like proud of people or tired of people saying they're proud of him not telling him like it is he's what and and that he's wasting the best years of his life like thanks I didn't know that (laughs) like yeah man I needed you to tell me that (laughs) but um yeah for the, for the most part, it's been a lot of positive feedback for a non-positive situation. Yeah. And...
0: I don't think it would be nearly as positive if people didn't see like the mindset that you have. Like, the people closest to you. Because saying, like, alright, that's the last one is a lot different than coming back from like a rehabilitation center with as good of a mindset as it seems like you have now. I mean, that's like a very like that's a that's something to be proud of, you know what I mean? That's something to Yeah, put and your I'm life fucking I'm so
1: glad I like even if I wasn't addicted to drugs, like I would wish like rehab should be taught in like second grade. Yeah. Like because it's like i've said it's not even about necessarily the drugs and alcohol it's about your way of thinking and, yeah. ju- and the, your control and your unmanageability with life and shit like that yeah like i, I was it's even like t- a life lesson i yeah. was telling the i was talking to the psychiatrist there and i was like they should be teaching this shit i, I said it to him i was like they should be teaching this in like kindergarten and first or like first grade and and he started like cracking up laughing he he was like yeah um they say everything you need to know in life you learn in kindergarten and then after that you should go to rehab (laughs) and i was like yeah that's fucking true because it helped so far i feel like it's like helped me a lot i like feel sort of less anxious about certain situations like even going to the AA meeting, which I would have been scared shitless, and I was scared shitless just a month ago, doing it in rehab. And even on my last day of rehab, it was, like, still nerve-wracking, talking in front of people and or whatever. But, but it's, like, helped me just, like, understand a few things and just, yeah. like, grow as a person, I guess. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> it's reality, <laughs> 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 so uh
0: so i mean uh, what are you what is your next plan do you have
1: any idea or are you just gonna i don't to know i'm gonna fucking i guess we'll well we should i don't know what they're gonna do with this stuff but we should have our a little fly cast set up now i don't know if they're gonna keep this year yeah. um, so, I should have maybe a little more of an update next week. Uh, get back into some regular shit and not have my life all just beat about this. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. But, I don't know. Just one day at a time. Hell, yeah.
0: Love that shit. Well, I guess that's going to do it for the Flycast you feel better?
1: Yeah. I feel calm. Uh, definitely good to just get that off my chest. And um, I guess I want to say appreciate everyone who is, I guess, like didn't give up on me or, you know, said they're... You know, glad I did this, and glad I took time for myself, and I'm fucking glad I did too. Um And just thanks to, uh, of course, the green wall and everyone who has always just stuck around, yeah. Even though, as like, sort of fucked up as I've been, and how inconsistent I've been, and how lazy I've been, and. I hope you guys are happy hearing that. <laughs> I fucking said it. You <laughs> like that? Fucking say it. I mean, you fucking know it. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, well, I guess
0: that's gonna do it. Take Huntsman out of your bio. Change it to Optic because oh, you're shit. back. And uh, that's gonna do it. Do we have any? Or I Think you do said. Do
1: we have it. any options?